Welcome back to the Masters of Recon podcast, your top automotive refinishing podcast with your hosts, Corey Kleinfeld and Ryan Brewer. Enjoy the show, everyone. Welcome back to the Masters of Recon podcast. This show is sponsored by RestoreFX, which is your paintless clear coat repair experts. Today on the podcast, we have Shiloh and Derek with a company called Glassweld. They have been innovating in glass repair technology for 40 years, and we're going to talk today about how you can add glass repair to your business to make some extra money. Thank you for joining us, Shiloh and Derek. Thanks for having us, guys. We appreciate it. So I like to start at the very beginning. Um, this is a long history, 40 years. So how did you guys get into automotive reconditioning, repair, um, and how this company started 40 years ago? Let us know how that works. Yeah, awesome. So my my grandfather and my uncle back in the late 1970s were entrepreneurs. They were looking to make more money and spend more time with their families. And um, they enjoyed working on cars and they got into striping, if you remember that back in the day. I do. I do. And real quick, this is actually Shiloh speaking. So quick introduction, just so people can tell the voices apart. For sure. Yeah. But- Yes, I do remember that. I used to work at a Hertz account back in the day, and they they pinstriped every every single car that came through that place. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a thing back in the yeah. day, and but you know there was like a painted freehand style that they would do. So they got into that, and then in the late 1970s, there was a company by the name of Novus that came out with a franchise model for windshield repair. Um, and my father and my uh, grandfather and my uncle all got involved in that and started doing windshield repair work under the Novus brand. And then four or five years later, maybe a little bit less than that, out in the Portland area, um, they they came up with an idea on how to improve the process a little bit. Uh, Novus wasn't interested in the technology, and so they decided to go their own separate ways. And so around that time, 1978, 79, Glassfield started making the first windshield repair tools that were built and sold to anybody, right? Like you didn't have to be a franchise. You could just buy the tools, start a business, add it on your business. Um, so that's where we got our start. And then over the years, it's just progressed from there to the point that, you know, now we have distribution in what was it? 30 to 40 countries, Derek, something like that. Yeah. That's cool. Just continue to innovate on the tools ever since. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Derek. Uh, hi, I'm Derek. I run the uh, I run the sales side of the business. So you just came in family business, and you're just uh, you're not related to the family. You're just no, I'm not. I uh, I I actually came from the software industry, so I was I, I was doing the same thing, but uh, managing uh, um, the the sales side of a software as a service company. Nice. And awesome. uh, yeah, and it ended up here completely by chance i've driven by this building for 20 years and always wondered what happened in here and uh you know now i'm here every day (laughs) there you go um okay i gotta ask the obvious question i feel like um innovating glass repair technology for 40 years um how hard can it be right that's it i not to be not to be rude but like the honest question like okay innovating for 40 years like what are we talking we just filled a little silicone and we're good right explain to us what that means yeah absolutely so i mean you're, you're right in a sense. I mean, when you look at the industry as a whole um, and you look at a lot of the repair technology out there that is still being used, it looks pretty similar to the stuff that my grandpa used in the light, late 1970s. I mean, that's the honest truth. Um, you're right. There, haven't, there hasn't been a whole ton of innovation outside of um, us and, you know, a few other companies that have tried to kind of push the envelope forward on it. 
Um, in, in essence, you're right. I mean, the, the goal with a windshore pair is to get a high quality resin that will fill all of the space in the crack with no air and fully harden it so that it restores the structural integrity of the windshield. But accomplishing that is a little more difficult. Um, and so what you see is traditionally that the industry uses what we call screw thread technology, which is basically just, you know, a cylinder, you drop some resin at the top, you force it in. And you keep forcing it in until you can try to get as much of the resin into as many parts of the crack as possible. And then, you know, traditionally guys would use a bunch of different tricks to try to speed that up or make it more effective. Um, our goal at Glassfold has always been, let's make, let's make that easier. Let, let, let's make, let's make doing a perfect repair really, really simple. And, um, and so the original probe act, which came out in the early 1980s, um, allowed you to be able to pull a vacuum on the repair. So you're removing the air first and then hold a vacuum while you mechanically force resin in. So suddenly something that was like complicated and required all these tricks and you'd still end up with air bubbles in your brakes, which is basically a weak repair, um, became a lot simpler. And then so ever since then, it's just been everything from resin technology to hiding the repair of Reddit better to solving all different things, curing, et cetera. Um, that have evolved every five to seven years. We've come out with new versions of those things to make it easier and faster and quicker. That's awesome. Ryan, you've done glass repair before back yeah, in the day, right? Yeah, probably about four, four maybe three years ago. Yeah. Um, we were doing glass repair, and it was the same problems that screw technology. Um, you know, we didn't know what could be be fixed and we couldn't be fixed obviously so it was a lot of trial and error for us we didn't really get training it was like they just gave you a card uh that kind of told you what to do and it was like i think half the repairs were not stable um just because like you said they had little bits of air that it, you'd have to sit there forever trying to vacuum you know pull it out and push it in push it out all that so it was <laughs> it was a little bit harder for us to kind of you know get that that graphs down as far as making a good repair but we were still able to fix stuff that surprised me every day so i'm excited about what these guys are got going on with the yeah. you know better technology and it being easier is going to be something that um we should all look at so so how can we make money yeah <laughs> go back to that like how much money can we make that's the next okay. i'm just asking questions the people listening are going to ask you know yeah yeah no, um that's a great question i mean the the I think I think we're probably the only manufacturer that can make a claim like I'm about to make. Um, but essentially, you have to pay about five minutes, roughly, of direct attention to doing an actual repair. You're going to make anywhere from eighty to one hundred and twenty-five dollars, and your cost is thirty-five cents. So it's super high profit. Um, the way our system works, you know, you can you can uh, pull a vacuum, walk away, go back to doing whatever you were doing on the car, and it doesn't matter if it's five minutes or an hour, two hours. It's not it's not going to mess anything up. So it's really good as an add-on revenue stream, regardless of the service you provide. Um, the only real thing that you have to add is just inspecting the windshield when you take a vehicle in. Yeah, that takes a few minutes. Yeah. 
um we all we all see i mean we all see rock chips and windshields i feel like but i mean if you're if you're even if you're not looking um so literally literally five minutes set up um you can leave it there like you said for for the five you can leave it there for 20 minutes or an hour and it doesn't really affect the whatever the the device is doing right absolutely yeah Yeah. If, if anything it just means the tools will do will do uh more of the work for you Gotcha. You know, uh, historically, it's been like it's been like a fine art, and and it kind of um, it, it was kind of uh, reserved for this group of you know specific auto glass repair professionals, and they've spent decades mastering like the art of glass repair. And you know, as a company, I mean, how many projects do we have in R and D right now? Like twelve. 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, so Damn. we're constantly pushing the envelope and every single one of those is designed. The, the whole idea is how do we make this to where anybody can do it and come out with professional level work? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we've, we've been very successful with that approach. It's, um, you know, we do a ton of business in detailing, you know, I mean, detailers, they're getting paid. 250, $350 to wash a car for like half of a day and vacuum it out. too. <laughs> right. And it's, I mean, it's, it's this long laborious process and you know, we'll give them here's, here's a 30% pay raise for adding five minutes to what you're doing. Okay. So like, I know one glass repair guy, I know a lot of windshield replacement people. Um, I know what one, one glass repair dude, super old dudes got his old equipment probably from the nineties. Um, what why is anybody doing this like what did, what did we all miss or what did we all forget that you can make like i mean you could buy like five of these things go to a dealership lot do five cars at a time yeah um why is this so much more important now to gla- to do glass ship repair than it was 20 years ago i guess I, um i think there's a couple of things going on one for for auto glass people if, if your business is auto glass and you can replace a windshield and recalibrate it and make a thousand or twelve hundred dollars like you're gonna lean in that direction okay but if but if you're making if you're making you know if you're making your money performing other services on the vehicle and replacing windshields isn't your jam then then it it just it it makes sense i mean you're saving everybody you're saving everybody's money um, and at the yeah. same time, collecting a pretty solid profit. Yeah, and you so, mentioned, oh, go ahead, Shadow. I was going to say on the replacement side, you know, replacement, as Derek said, can be lucrative, but it's hugely complicated. And basically every, every replacement is different, right? So different parts, different techniques, et cetera. Whereas repair is pretty much always the same. Um, so it's far, far easier to duplicate, you know? Um, and I think Derek touched on one of the trends that's one for sure the other is just where all the technology has gone in the windshield has changed the game where like windshield repair used to average say like 40 bucks 45 you know that's now increasing significantly significantly as the complication that's involved in replacing a windshield has increased i mean can i I ask a question i don't know if you know the answer how much did it used to cut like Derek said a thousand twelve hundred bucks. If any of you guys had a windshield crack and you have a somewhat newish car, it's really expensive. Whether it's defrosting, heads up displays, calibrations, whatever it is in there, how much did it used to cost to replace a windshield? Do you have any idea? Like in like the nineties or early two thousands? Yeah, even even five or ten years ago, a lot of windshields could replace for a couple hundred bucks. Two to two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how 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 much? 
how much can you get for a chip repair when they're like, well, I got two chips on my windshield and a bunch of little like sit, like other little cracks, like little sand marks and whatnot. I might as well just get a new one. But now you don't want to, because it's so expensive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and then it's, it, it especially comes into play, like, like for guys that do dealership work. Right. So, um, dealerships, if, if they, if they're using like an auto glass guy that does replacements, then they're going to give it, you know, maybe a little effort to do a repair, but their goal is to replace that windshield. So, so it's costing the dealership obscene amounts of money that really could probably be repaired for a fraction of the cost. Interesting. Yep, exactly. How big of a repair, um, I guess, inch-wise, because obviously they're all different, but we get some that might have, like, longer legs to them, right? Is there something – is there a limit to that? I mean, the, the industry standard is you can do a long crack up to 14 inches. Um, yeah. Hmm. And I think <laughs> – We need to know that. 14 inches? Yeah, believe it or yeah. not. Believe it or not. And, and we make – repair tools supplies and stuff to do long crack repair it definitely has a market it's a very very niche market the guys that are really good at it make a lot of money um but i would say like for the general audience who's doing mobile reconditioning or automotive reconditioning it's like you just want to keep it simple right you want to make extra money and not have to focus on something new you don't have to find new customers you don't want to have to think about like learning all of these advanced techniques you want to be able to like add something on that fits right into what you do. Um, yeah. I don't think for most that long crack repair probably falls within that category. Um, but it yeah, can the be dealerships are going to bang you down for it. They're going to be like, oh, man, can you fix this when it's going from one side to the other? Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> they don't get to hear the 14-inch max limit. It's a two-inch no. two inch max limit. So, what, I mean, what realistically, like, the majority of the stuff is, like, quarter size, half yeah. dollar size. Quarter size. Yeah. Yep, yeah. So, I mean, the past... It would be pretty rare to see a repair larger than that. And when you do get a repair larger than that, it can be just kind of a conversation with customer. Like, hey, you know, it's probably not going to be mm-hmm. as good as it would normally. It's not going to be. Normally, we have an expectation of like 70 to 90% improvement of, of optical clarity. When you get mm-hmm. on the quarter size, you get like you can get like dirt and grime and stuff in there. So it might, you know, you might say, hey, it might be more like 60 to 70, but I'm happy to do it to restore the structural integrity to it. Um but uh, but yeah, I, I would say like ninety five percent of repairs fall under that quarter size category. Yeah. You just you just made a great point. We were chatting a little bit before the podcast started, and um, you said structural integrity. And I, if I asked like a hundred people what like the I don't know the purpose of a windshield on a car, um, I'm guessing their answer would not be a safety feature, <laughs> right? If I say seatbelt, they're like safety feature. Windshield safety feature. That's what you guys are saying. And so talk about how the safety feature and structural integrity part kind of work together and why it's important. Yeah. Okay. So just a tiny bit of history there, right? Go back to like the 1960s, 1970s before laminated glass was in windshields, right? It was all like tempered glass or plate glass. Picture yourself driving down the road, a little two by four falls off the back of a truck. This has happened to me, by the way. And it goes, it flies through the air and spears your windshield. Well, you know, that's with, like that one move. That's like final destination stuff right there, dude. <laughs> well, in, you know, in, in, the, in, in the old setting, right? Like, like you're screwed. There's, there's massive damage, if not death. Shatter. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the windshield technology came in, in, in place, uh, I believe in like the 1970s, like across the board, maybe a little bit earlier. 
and and basically now you know some a projectile hits it a rock a piece of wood something or even in the case of an accident right you're not being in most cases you're not going to get projected out of the car it's something's going to stop you the windshield keeps that from happening which is also what makes it repairable because of the the polyvinyl butyrate in the middle of the two panes mm. of glass so it is a crucial safety component the other thing is is that like in rollover tests and stuff um the windshield ha makes up a ton of the percentage of the rigidity um, in a rollover as well. So really? years ago, when replacements first started happening and they were done in a really shoddy way, um, I think- Stick you know, a little glue in there. Yeah, they stick a little glue in there. <laughs> Some gum. Everywhere. And it's like you get in a car accident, and boom, your windshield pops out, right? So that's that was scary. Now that's largely a thing of the past. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's we're, we're at a different stage now but to your point when you get a rock chip that structural integrity of the windshield is severely compromised so there's a huge safety reason to repair it and this just to kind of touch on another subject so you know our primary goal is to restore that structural integrity back to 100 percent. the repair accomplishes that if it's done correctly it restores 100 percent of the structural integrity um, and so like one of the things that we've done, you know, we talked a little bit about innovation earlier is, you know, there's lots of different resins on the market. Well, not all the resins are really give you like a good solid bond. So we did some independent testing here a few years ago and our resin came out on average, like 35% stronger in pull tests where they would like test the adhesion and the bond of the repair. Cause ultimately that's what matters, right? Like as a technician, when you're doing, when you're doing a repair, if you're talking to the customer, it's like, you know, this is designed to restore the structural integrity of glass. I use glass weld resin. It's this much stronger. Yeah, I'm extra. I'm ten dollars more than the guy down the street, but that's why. You know, um, that can be part of the pitch with using good tools and good supplies. But I think does that did that answer your question? No, that, and yes, that's no. actually yeah. I mean, rollover test the windshield being part of structural integrity. I mean, maybe I'm dumb. I never heard about that. Maybe other guys know that, but um, that's pretty. That's pretty shocking to me. You know, you know, they remind me of Ryan is like, is uh, uh, like Kiko, basically like the, how, how like they take these little, just this little tiny thing and just make it so much better. It's like, so, this is what's yeah. crazy about the world. And like, why we do the podcast and stuff, because it's like, no one thinks about rock chip repair this much, except for the people that run the business doing it. Like no one thinks about debt repair and. Have, mm -hmm. Like all the stuff we can bore you to death about it. And you're talking about like your residence 35% short like that. That's why I love the podcast. That's why we do this stuff is because like we bring on people that like really care, really make a difference in the industry. And just like in this one tiny little piece of a tiny automotive reconditioning industry and the automotive glass, I don't know, just it kind of mm -hmm. blows, my, blows me away sometimes. I think it's pretty cool. Well, you're right. And, and, but the automotive reconditioning industry as a whole is huge. It's massive. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's some data that says that depending on the climate and place where you live, like 30% roughly of all vehicles to 30 to 40 in some markets have some sort of glass damage. So like the actual market for, for it, for those that work on a fair amount of vehicles is pretty significant. Um, the Cli there. Climate's good that you touched on that. Um, does it matter, you know, whether you're in Arizona or you're in New York, you know, as far as temperature wise goes when you're applying this stuff? great question with with the right tools it, it won't matter um if it first off i mean you can do repair in freezing cold you can do repair in 100 degree weather um obviously you get to the extremes of those 
there are things that you run into that are more difficult. But like just to show you an example, I've got I've got our injector here, but this is just one tiny thing that we've done to innovate. So when you rot your prepare, you put an injector on the glass and like even even guys that are using the old school technology, they'll throw like a rag over it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what my guy does it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So they try to keep the sun from like reaching the resin because the resin is UV cured. So uh -huh. the sun gets it and it's sticking up and then it won't flow. So then, you know, several years ago, we developed a UV blocker that had, had these little cutouts that would go around the injector and would block all the UV. Well, now we've, we've just actually two years ago, we introduced the first 100% clear, we call it a UV shell. And this sits right over the injector. So this is like the zoom injector, which we can talk more about, but it sits right over here. It sits right on the glass like so. So it's 100% transparent. And as a technician, I can see all the repair. <laughs> I can see what I'm doing but it blocks all the UV um, and looks cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, dude. It matters, matters. So as far as innovation, it's like we, we look at those little things and we go like, how can we make that easier? How can we make that? Uh, so like for, to your point, Ryan, like, you know, if you're working in a really sunny climate, really anytime you're working out in direct sunlight or where there's a lot of ambient sunlight, you want to have put that on because that prevents the resin from, from uh, prematurely curing. Yeah. Um, but even like like the zoom injector um, prevents another thing we call in, in hot weather is called flowering, where like the resin gets forced into the repair on a really hot day and it creates this like little line of distortion. We saw that with the zoom as well. I don't want to bore you with like too many technical details, but a lot of mobile techs out there who look at glass repair and then they like hear some horror story like, oh, like that field. And it's just like has this scary factor and probably the biggest problem that new techs run into is what you just described, Ryan, which is cracking the windshield. And um, that sounds super scary. And it and it can be if you're using like traditional tools because you, you don't know how far to thread, right? You're threading down against the glass with that tool and you're like, okay, when do I stop? I think it's half a turn or is it a full turn? And so one of the things that we tried to solve and one of the patented features of the Zoom, just to kind of show you guys here. So with this, this stand sits on the glass, right? You see those are like a little paw there. Yeah, and yeah. this has these little teeth. So we call this Z-mount technology. So what it does is you just, you load it in here, goes against the glass. When it hits the glass, you get one or two clicks. The tool prevents you. It's, it's literally impossible to get more than two clicks against the glass. And some of that is this steel that has some extra softness to it. So what we've done with this simple technology, and to release it, you just pull this pin and pull it out. But this simple technology, what it's done is it's made it so it's not impossible, but it's like next to impossible to break <laughs> loose. Yeah, right. Even on a hot day. So just like simple things like that. You talked about, you know, how do we innovate? Well, okay, there's always problems to solve. And that's our goal is like, Let's, let's solve them. Let's make them and let's solve them in a way that's so simple and intuitive that you don't have to like, you know, you're not adjusting four knobs to solve one problem. You know, that's you're doing something. Okay. So if you guys want to check out the YouTube video so you can see stuff, just search it on YouTube. I think it's yeah, masses of recon, masses of recon YouTube, YouTube page, guys, go there, follow it, <laughs> like, share all the things. Um, also, and the people, it's funny. Cause like now that windshields are $1,200, um, that's the reason more likely for people to do this, but now more t people with old school thinking about chip repair actually don't want to do it even more now because windshields are $1,200 because they don't want to crack it like you're talking about, but you solve that essentially.
Yeah. One out of a thousand. Um, that's pretty awesome. So we talked about touch on a couple times and I, and I feel like I need to ask Ryan was like, you bought the kit and they probably had like a pamphlet and they're like, do this, do this. Right. Uh, do you guys have training? Like, do we have to like fly to a corporate training headquarters to learn how to, <laughs> I don't even know, to fix chips or what, like what's entailed in that? I mean, great question. Yeah. We, Derek, you want to take that? Well, it, sure. So, um, so historically that's how it's been done, right? Like you'd have to come visit us in Bend, Oregon, spend a day or two here. We teach all the, go to the breweries, definitely go to all the breweries. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then forget half of what you learned. Um, so, so, you know, that, that was obviously a problem we had to solve. So, so we created an online certification platform that really far exceeds any other windshield repair training that there is. Um, and it takes, I don't know, four, four and a half hours to get through. So you go through a series of videos and take a quiz and then go through a series of videos and take a quiz, but it, it covers all of the ins and outs. And so, you know, getting, getting a new technician up and running, you can literally do it in a day now. Um, you know, they go through the course, get them a windshield to practice on, break it a few times, fix it a few times, give them some variety and stuff to, and, and stuff to fix. And, and, and at a minimum, they'll be good enough to fix all of the basic damage. In a day. In a day. With like a yeah. mini, mini multiples profit margin of 30, 35 cents is like the amount of resin you use essentially to fill a yeah. chip. Is that, that's what you're saying? That's the only cost. And that, and that's if you get certified. If you, if you don't, if you just go through like our training videos, which I mean, we have a really nice set of YouTube videos. we pump out new content once a month on YouTube. So that's another way that we have a lot of techs that have just gone through a 30 minute training video and just followed along and then just go out and start doing repairs. And I, honestly, you can do a really great repair if you just follow along in the first 30 minutes, but getting certified is another level because then not only are you trained and you get more advanced training, but then you've got a diploma, you know, you get a discount from us, like a 15% discount on all your supplies and and then, you know, then you can go out and advertise yourself as a certified tech, right? Yeah. Which allows you to charge a premium as well with your clients and maybe just differentiate yourself too. And that's completely remote. So, and I'd say one of the little tiny piece on that certification side of things too, like if, if we have anybody who's listening to this that says like, has like, hey man, I got like 15 techs. Um, we even have like the ability to, in some cases, like with our big corporate clients where we can actually create like sort of a, a branded certification program for them that's cloned. And then they have like backend reporting so they can be like, Hey, I've got a hundred texts or 300 texts doing windshield repair. I can see all of their status as, as far as their level of training goes, whether they've passed or failed or not. And they get, they can get reporting and automated emails on that. So we're giving, we're kind of giving them a standardized way to, to train their technicians. So how, how much does it cost to get started? Like the, you got to buy a kit of stuff, right? Obviously, like the things you were showing us. Is there like different levels, like basic, intermediate, you get advanced, clear UV protector thing, or what? Like what's the deal? Yeah, there, there's uh, we do three levels of kits. So we have the essentials kit, which is kind of your your entry level, just enough, just enough for what you need to get started to do basic repairs. That one starts at six ninety five. Um, you can upgrade the light, and, and and the price goes up. Obviously, 
then our best selling kit is our professional kit, which is kind of, it's our, it's our middle kit. Um, that one retails for 1495. And then we have a business pro, which is like your Mac daddy kit. The guy that wants everything and wants the best of the best. And that one's 1895. Um, when it gets really crazy is when you start looking at the ROI on those. So like, so like even, even the essentials kit for, for 695, the return on that investment is anywhere from 8,000 to $12,500 for 695 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and five, yeah, five minutes of work each time. Five to 10. Exactly. And, and, and that doubles when you go to the professional kit and then it doubles again when you go to the, to the business pro kit. So um it's you're saying money. are you saying roi basically is like that's how many ships you could fix that's what you're saying exactly. so 700 yep. bucks for essentials you can do you said let's say you said it was twelve thousand dollars so that's let's say 120 chips at 100 bucks yep. roughly yep yep okay awesome all right um brian like brian asked do you guys have any like branding stuff that's orderable from your site or anything like get the kit. Can you get a sign that says certified glass well technicians or anything or. So when you, when you finish your certification, you'll automatically be emailed a PDF that you can download. Oh, sweet. And frame. Um, we do have certification patches that we can send out to, if you need one of those, we have or like a hard, like a hard logo that we can download yeah. and use or something. Yeah. We have like for certified techs, they can, we have a resource page that they can log into and they can yeah. get like a power basketball logo if they want to do that um, we have hats that they can buy i think our business pro kit includes that one that derek mentioned includes certification as well as the hat and some of those extra resources one thing we haven't we haven't touched on too is we also uh, a couple of years ago about a year and a half ago launched um basically like what we was sort of like a master class for glass repair as well that focuses on just the business side of it uh, certification focuses on the technical side, but we have a master course as well. It's called a startup business course. So even though largely your audience is probably people that are already in business, um, but there's principles in there that could probably cross over to their existing businesses, but also will help educate them on like, you know, how to sell yourself, how to market yourself, et cetera. Um, it's really cool. It's like seven or eight modules. It does it's not quiz based, but if you've taken a master class before, it's essentially mm-hmm. follows a very similar format to that. Um, and just tries to engage people and help help them to learn. Um, and that's included in our business pro kit as well. So you get a couple of courses included in there that kind of help build the value of the kit as well. If not, well, how much is it? I think, what is it, 149, Derek? Or am I, am I off base on that? I always, I always forget. I think certification is 149. It's somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, 99 bucks to get certified. I don't remember the business course. You get certification with uh, like higher level kits too. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, and you get fifteen percent off of stuff. Right. Off and of and trained and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, for life. For life. Yeah. So it, it's, it's really time. it's really easy to make that up. What yeah. about whenever you hire new technicians? Is there like it, it costs extra to have that technician certified? Yeah, so the the certification applies to the technician, right? So like it'll be in his name. So if the technician were leave or whatever, he would still be certified. Um, so yeah, out a hundred whole dollars. Yeah, 
you're out of one repair. You're out one chip. <laughs> make them make them sign a non compete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <this is> <laughs> real, dude. Seriously, oh yeah. my gosh. He waited that, and that is really the the best way to handle it. Like one of the things we always tell people, we saw this years ago. We would people would fly in to want to learn how to do windshield repair into bend, but they would come in knowing nothing, right? And so then the the training to get them up to speed where they're really really good takes a lot longer. Whereas if you can take it if you can take someone, you can be like, okay, here's all the head knowledge. This is all the stuff you need to know. Then you put the tools in their hands and you say, okay, let's do five repairs together. You can take them from like good to great really, really quickly with the, with the knowledge base. And so that's what certification does. It doesn't completely take off all of the hands-on side, but it, it catches them up knowledge-wise to the level of a 10 to 15-year technician in a matter of three or four hours. And then you can complement that with some hands-on. Yeah. Well, plus, plus you can go back and reference it at any time. So like you run into a specific type of damage, you just look at that oh, video. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. And then Thank like you said, y'all have, y'all have a lot of YouTube video for like y'all updating monthly. That's awesome. Cause every other glass company I've seen on YouTube, it's like from 1993, the videos. <laughs> so I'm happy that you guys are keeping up with the technology base and letting everybody yeah, see, see that. That's a that's a big deal to us um, because you know like one of the things I was going to show you guys is you know we we were talking about technology earlier. I'm geeking out on tools here, but I wanted to show you guys this tool. It's oh, PDR cool. guys, know. you want to try go get some of our tools? <laughs> <laughs> so you know even even we were talking about like once you get ramped up with an, as a new technician, well, there's the hands-on portion, but there used to be all this guesswork in it. And years ago, you know, we would use like these fluorescent bulbs to UV cure. And the UV curing process could take as long as like seven or eight minutes. Then it got down to like three or four. Um, then we came out with LED technology, which allowed us to do it in about a minute. Well, so the smart light came out uh, about a year and a half ago. And this cuts it down to basically, there's, you know, you just press the button, ramps up. Uh, is that cordless? Yeah, completely cordless, battery operated, yeah. USB rechargeable. Um, and it cures windshield repair resin in 30 seconds. And in when it comes to pit filler, which is like the final little drop you do, that does it, it does it in 15 seconds. Um, besides that, another little cool little thing is, is that resin in really cold climates or on really cold days, resin cure times drop a little bit. So you like, you need to cure them a little bit longer on like 20 degree, you know, a 20 degree, degree day. But this light knows what temperature it is. And so when it, when it senses that you're below a certain temperature range, it automatically adds more curing time. So the technician doesn't even have to think about it. You just hit the button. You just gotta press the button. That's yep. sweet. Yeah. Wow. So, and that's just the first phase of uh, smart tech that we're bringing to windshield repair now too. Um, we've got all kinds of other plans in the pipeline, but like this light just came out and kind of changed the game as far as that goes. And and the light, just to kind of show you how this sits, like, so you got your injector on, you just finished your, your repair, the repair, this, so the light goes directly over the top, like so, sits right on this, on the stand, and then you hit the button. So we cure under resin pressure so that you don't lose any resin, you don't get any resin shrinkage while you're curing. And don't splat in your face whenever you rip it off, huh? <laughs> Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, you can also see like when you're using like the tools match where the industry is going, which is like that the windshield is becoming like a piece of tech now. 
And if you're charging somebody a hundred dollars for a repair, like, you know, you don't want to be using like grandpa's tools, right? You want to, you want to be using something that walks. They look nice. And so these tools are obviously like really high quality, but they also solve a lot of like common problems that people don't think about or that, or that just are, are things that you have to learn. There's like the, all of this knowledge that goes into how to use tools the right way. You guys know that with PDR, there's so much knowledge that goes into it. Um, and so our, our mission is like, what can we do to, to take some of that knowledge and just integrate it into the tool mm -hmm. so that the technician doesn't have to think about it. Impressive. I, that's pretty cool. Um, I, I'm just sitting here thinking right now, I've been driving around doing mobile repairs for 20 years and I had one rock chip my entire life. Lucky. Yeah, I know, dude, me too. I've never had one. Like literally one. And I went to a tent at a gas station and they said it was free. I mean, it was, I didn't pay them anything. Insurance. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like a tent and it was like, we use your insurance or some shit. They like build it. I don't even know. Maybe you guys know about that. I don't see those gas stations around those tents anymore. Not, maybe I live in a nicer area now. Maybe that's why I don't see the tents anymore. I don't know. Um, what's up with that? And why, I mean, does that still exist? I don't even know. It, it does. It does. Um, more so in zero deductible states. So it, it, it kind of varies. The insurance coverage on that varies from state to state. Um, okay. You know, it, what, what would be interesting to see now is like with the cost, with the cost to replace, um, you know, what happens to the premiums after that, right? It, it, like, you know, all, all of a sudden, instead of a couple hundred dollar claim, you've got a $1,200 claim, you know, yeah. whether, whether the insurance company says it's free or not, it'd be interesting to see what the, what the monthly payment is on that. Yeah, um, interesting. You know, because nothing's really free. I think. I well, mean, I always thought the I thought the logic behind it was like, oh, the insurance company would reimburse this dude like 50, forty bucks or whatever, so that they didn't have to pay for a cracked windshield. I just thought that's like thinking back on it. I just figured that was their that was their play. Yeah, and that's and so that's that's part of the deal. They um, that definitely still takes place. A, a lot of guys are cash only. Yeah, um, yeah, and and they do just fine. I mean, if you're billing insurance, you obviously have to you you have to be able to submit the invoice and you kind of have to track payments. Yeah. There's, there, there's this whole like business management aspect to that, that side of the business. So a lot of guys will just, you know, they're just cash or card and mm -hmm. it, it most definitely doesn't hurt them. Yeah. Okay. So um, what about the insurance side? Like um, a lot of my customers tell me, that they, you know, my insurance is going to cover this whenever they yeah. get their windshield repaired. Um, and from my understanding was you had to be part of some type of program. You know, I don't know what the name of this company was. Maybe you guys can tell me, but um, you had to be in their network um, to be able yeah. to get paid from insurance companies. Can you explain that? Yeah. So they're, so they're called third party administrators. And essentially what they do is they handle the claim for you. So you, you submit your invoice to them they take care of billing the insurance and getting getting it paid um that's where know, all the money went to the middleman yeah <laughs> yeah to the middleman. they're still they're still charging the insurance company 150 bucks but we're only getting 45 of that so yeah yeah, yeah they pay out i think i think it's up to 65 in most places um with most companies now so so even even the price that the yeah. insurance company even the price that you get paid when you're billing insurance has gone up 
mm-hmm. because you know the insurance companies would much prefer that that damage get repaired. Um, I, I would say it really depends on you know what 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 business you're in, right? So like like if you're say for instance a det- like a detailer. Well, your customer is the kind of customer that would pay $300 to get their car washed instead of 14 bucks to drive it through somewhere. They're not going to care if you, if you say, Hey, I can take care of this while I'm cleaning your car. It's going to cost you a hundred bucks. They're going to be like, yeah, do it. So, so I just, I just think it, 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 it depends on, it just depends on your specific trade, whether or not, whether or not insurance is, is the right thing for you or not. Yeah. If we, charge a customer a hundred bucks say to fix a, a rocket repair can they take our invoice and have the insurance company reimburse that's, them that's some, the some amount right of money there. yeah yes absolutely yeah yeah that's the play yeah yeah and, and we often recommend that um, yeah. that's what I, that's what I was trying to do when we were still doing rock chip repair. I'm like, look, man, I'm not even dealing with the insurance company. If you want to give them the invoice and have them reimburse you and it worked out great. Um, you know, when we yeah. did do that. Yeah. Great was, way to do it. In most cases, cool. they will reverse it and yeah. like take some of the off of you to have to pick up that side. But to Derek's point, like if you get really into glass repair and you're working with like a lot of retail customers or in your market, it's coming up all the all the time. Um, that that is an option for you for sure to get set up with the TPAs, third party administrators. You know, it takes three or four hours just to kind of just get all the paperwork done and submit it to them. But then once you're in their in their network and you're set up, then then build for them. A lot of them have online portals now. Um, and in, in our in our start business course, we we step people through that, like how to do that if you want. Oh, it. sweet. Yeah. If you want to do that? Here's here's the different ones. Here's the here's how to reach them. Here's what they're going to ask from you. It's all the stuff that like you guys would already have, you know, yeah. business license. Yeah. Like six, right? I um, never. And then and then you can just do it for free for the customer. Exactly. Then then you can just yeah. collect directly from the insurance company. Um, you know, you can also potentially even charge a, a slight upcharge or whatever like hey i can the insurance card company will pay me 65 yeah yeah um you know i but i charge an extra 20 or whatever because i do such good work or you know whatever that's that's a, that's yeah. can be mission level as well and there, too, like anytime you can bundle services right like there's mm-hmm. you know, with with windshield repair if you can take like your ticket as a detailer from 300 to 400 or you know 475 or whatever mm-hmm. do the same amount of time you know, the, I've also seen some some techs that'll like bundle, do some like bundle pricing where it's like, hey, if, if I'm doing this and that, you get a little better price on yeah, ten percent off both services. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes it like there's so many PDR guys now too are opening up shops and like adding services. Restore FX being one of them. I don't know if we talked about that, but basically, scrap scratch repair, oxidized panels, things like that. It's the it's it's what used to be paint correction we use restore effects now so but in addition to that we'll do touch up a lot of times we'll do headlight restoration with restore effects um and and so you throw in chip repair i mean i mean that's a lot of the things <laughs> we'll rep- yeah, I'm, i guarantee you the dealerships won't mind one bit charging an extra 7500 bucks yeah to have a rock chip fix while the car is being restored. Yeah, because I know what my rock chip guy, the one dude, like I've, I've never, I don't actually talk about this, but I know I've heard like, oh, we called him out, and it's like he didn't show up for forever, like a week and a half or something. I'm like, I could do it right now if I'm doing the other stuff. Yeah, right. Um, Good point. Fascinating. And I think, I think too, just like on the other services side, like there are a lot of mobile techs that do other services, but so many of those other services like require you to stop what you're doing. Yeah. and go to something else 
Yes. And so I think like if you're looking at adding another service, I would just say like put one short pair high up on the list because it's it's the one add-on service that doesn't require that. That, that yeah. with the right tools, you literally can just fold it into your workflow. And I think that makes it kind of unique. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So, so all the people that are listening right now, hundreds of them, they're pretty much everybody has mobile tech or X. So go in there right now, pull it up, hit new estimate, hit services. And then this one little spot you've never seen at the bottom that says glass on it. No one's ever clicked on before. <laughs> click on glass. And then this click on this look, this G that looks like it's flying away. And bam, there you guys are right there. Yep. Built into mobile tech Rex. So you yep. guys have some sort of partnership or, or, I don't even know what it is, you, but you're integrated in Mobile Tech RX. So all the PDR guys that are like, I don't know about little blah, it's done, dude. It's already finished in our invoicing system that 99% of PDR guys use. It's literally right there. Yep. Yeah. We we uh, we we helped them design that glass module. Yeah. And, that's awesome. Awesome. Um, you know, we actually brought in a bunch of like what 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 I would consider to be experts in the field to to help them with that the side note on that like some of the newer cars like teslas and stuff do have in some cases laminated sunroofs and windshields roof, yeah. those can be repaired in just the same way you would a, a normal windshield so that's why some of that's in there you know you can do things like track your, your resin that you used so you can kind of track that over time too to see like if it you know which which repairs look the best you know which mm -hmm. ones you like the best over time um, but it just looks legit though because it's like you do pdr and then you do other stuff and you do glass it all comes on one invoice and it's just i mean it just it makes sense you know um it's already built into what we're doing so um yep. uh coming up on the end of an hour i do not want to skip over this and ryan and i were both pretty excited about this um you guys have i guess prob i'm guessing it's another system of some sort a, a kit of tools for glass scratch removal dang guys <laughs> <laughs> we've all scratched the glass and it's like you roll it up and like will they see it or you know it's like just a little <laughs> scratch like ah um yeah, yeah you guys can fix that or we can fix that Ab yeah absolutely yeah so uh so we we uh we have a, a it's a single step di distortion free scratch removal system so i mean hi historically you know, it could be done, but it was like a multi-step sanding process. You basically had to be like to the level of a, a fine artist yeah. to to uh, effectively remove a scratch in a way that didn't make it look like funhouse glass when you were done. <laughs> and and so, you know, we, we found that we, we make a polishing compound and the tool that essentially removes no glass and it'll it'll remove 80 90 percent of all scratches <laughs> what about uh scratches from man we, we replaced a lot of winch not windshields but side glasses on cars last year for shingle roof shingles um scratching the glass is that something that you can fix with that definitely yeah definitely oh, wow. tempered too he said definitely he didn't even no doubt <laughs> I mean, when you say roof shingle, you're talking about like a glancing blow, right? Like it's coming. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. he's talking about hail damage, right, Ryan? Well, yeah, it's during hailstorms. 
Yeah, and the roof shingles fly off or a tornado or some bad wind comes by and we replace so many uh, side glasses. And it wasn't like, I mean, that's why I tried sanding it out with 80 grit, you know, I was like, yeah, man, right. I tried, I tried with 2000 grit that didn't do anything and then kept breaking yeah, it down. And I was like, man, fuck it, let's <clears> do some 80 grit. And I could never get it back to, to normal. I couldn't get the 80 grit out. Yeah. So there's, there's, two. you went from 2000 to 80? First of all, dude. Well, like, <laughs> oh, no, not, I, I broke it down. Nowhere like in between. 320 from 600 to 320, <laughs> and right, I kept right, going right. down. So I'm not, right, not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to Derek's point, the GeForce, we call it the GeForce Max tool. It's one step for like all of the incidental type stuff. If you get into like gnarly stuff, um, there's, we do have a multi step process that can be used for really severe things, but most scratches, like, I've done a ton of PDR scratches over the years. Um, and they're, they're, they're like, they're thin and they're thin lines. Yeah. Yep, thin lines. The, the trick with them is they take about 10 minutes before you start to realize that they're coming out. And between the 10 and 15 minute mark, they, they'll polish all the way out really quickly. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes. To polish went out. Um, but yeah. they're usually, you know, usually you don't make a lot of them. So they're kind of a perfect candidate for the tool because where you get into difficulties with scratch removal is like if you know scratches all over the place, right. if each one takes you 10 or 15 minutes, then it's like problematic. Replace it. Replace it. <laughs> but if you just have like, yeah. And those side glasses are, are super expensive and sometimes really hard to find. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's a great option for you there. And so, then if you get into like, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Please. I was going to say, so the tool is like completely integrated with a water feed system built right in. So I don't have it here with me. If you can look at it on our website, so you just press a button right on the back and it triggers water through the machine out through the disc. Um, and it's got, it's built for mobile tech. So it's like got like a clip that goes right on your belt. It's got a pressurized water bottle. Uh, <laughs> take it like right That's out on awesome. the job. Plug it in. <laughs> so good, dude. Yeah. Um, so can hail, like, I don't know how, I don't run hailstorms right or go to them, but like it's fairly often that you do this, right? Like you replace, yeah, all oh, the time. Yeah. Uh, hail, all, all the, the hail guys are dude. like, oh yeah. How much? How much can you charge for a scratch repair on a window, Shiloh or Derek? I mean, replacement costs, obviously. Shoot, <laughs> easily five dollars less. You know us. We're always trying to get yeah. replacement costs Seriously. for everything. How much does it cost to replace it? Five ninety-five. So, so, <laughs> so the I mean, the, the deal with scratch removal is as long as it's a little bit less expensive than the replacement glasses, it's a yes. So, so. Yeah. So, I mean, my answer is it varies, you know, I mean, because it, it, it's not like, I mean, you guys have chip repair, you're like down a little range, but for scratch repair, it's just like, how much can you get? Basically, <laughs> is that your answer? I mean, that's, 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 Shit. that's basically true. Um, I mean, especially through insurance, like when you're already making a $5,000 insurance claim for hail or more, I mean, dude, that's legit, Ryan. That's dude, I fixed like, you know, that guys fixed the chrome moldings on like uh on the quarter glasses. Yeah, I've done yeah. a ton of them out here in Wisconsin so far and I'm dude, I'm getting almost replacement costs. I'm like, look, man, it's on back order. I've had glasses for a Jeep Cherokee that they told me they couldn't even get, like they stopped making them. So then you get to charge whatever amount of money you possibly want. Um so I I, I man, I'm so excited about the that's the scratch repair. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. I'm excited about it too, Ryan. If if you do me a favor, like after we're, we're wrapped up, send me some pictures if you have any of that type of damage, and maybe we can even in the future do like a little YouTube video on how to do it. You know, and find yeah, sure. Yeah. 
that'd be awesome. Okay, Just so go grab your grab your roof shingle, dude, and scratch the piss out of a glass. It's, yeah, exactly. Like, I think. I mean, I think it's 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 a it's a niche of the market that I hadn't really thought about. That with if we provided some video content, I'm sure people could. Well, could that's uh, funny because you guys we were talking before and you're like, I mean, scratch repair, not so much because most scratch repair people like right now is to cover, cover their ass. So you don't sell a lot of kits, but this is actually a way someone can make money, like a real, like a good amount of money. Um, so that's, that seems like a pretty big opportunity. How much uh, it's a separate kit, right? Obviously. Um, how much is that kit or levels of kit or whatever? Uh, we, so again, we've got three levels. Um, let me think about this. Eight ninety five. Eight ninety five gives you the ability to to polish out. You know that that eighty ish percent of all scratches. Um, the next one up is thirteen ninety five. Similar price. About the same price as the. That's the yeah. Blue. And then yeah. and then the top dog is is eighteen ninety five again. Um, so it, it just it it really depends, you know, what kind of damage what kind of damage you're dealing with, and you know, mm. it it, it kind of differs with the supplies that come in each kit. It it, it equips you. Yeah, for Ryan, I I I try to work with Ryan to figure out like which kit they would need to to polish out these types of scratches, and then you guys can recommend it. Um, yeah, say like this is this is a rough shingle I mean, kit right here. <laughs> Rename it. I'm already I'm already getting all of it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a I'm a I'm, you know out. what I mean. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna find out. I to figure out how how we could all make more money on this thing. Sure. So I'm a test sure. test the limits and uh, I'm a, I'm gonna keep up on the uh, masses of recon Facebook page uh, with the glass weld and yeah. everything we're doing with it because from what I'm hearing you'd be an idiot not to not to go ahead and pull the trigger on adding this. If you even have a dent company, a detail company, uh, restore effects, whatever you got, if you're not adding this add on to your business, um, you're like you said earlier, Derek, Leave you're missing out on a ton of money. Yeah. So I'm so excited. Yeah. Last question. And I'll give it to you guys to see if, uh, there's anything we missed. Um, mobile guys, even in shop guys running restore effects, like how, how much space does this kit take? Or both kits. I want everything. I want Biz Pro of both. How much room do I need in my truck? That's a great question. I wish I had the kit in here with me. Yeah. Um, a, like a pro, a pro kit's probably about yay, but big. Two feet wide. Yeah, two two and a half. Ten by like two and a half feet uh, wide. Derek, Derek, you Derek's looking right now. Derek's looking. One drawer in a Milwaukee pack out, dude, and you're done. You can fit done. it all yeah. in there. Yeah, that's probably true. Oh, Seriously. Just a little more rearrangement in the in the deal. This is the big one. That's the big oh, one. Oh yeah, it's got a got a whole gun case in there. Gun yep. case. Sweet. All right. So basically like briefcase, two of those, nothing. Yep. No space. Yeah, not much at all. And it's all nice. it's in those upper level kits, it's all custom foam. So everything's that's what I was gonna I was just gonna ask you that, dude. See that yeah, there's that you just sold it to everybody right there. It's custom foam. So it's got <laughs> <Yeah. done. laughs> uh what did we miss? I feel like that was a pretty comprehensive talk about glass chip and scratch repair, honestly. Is there anything we missed you guys want to share with, with us about your business or this the industry or just anything before we take off? I mean, for, for me, the, the main thing is, is, you know, just what, what I would hope that everybody can wrap their heads around is that, uh, you know, for years and years and years, this revenue has been exclusively captured by the auto glass industry. And 
we specifically, I don't think any other company could make this claim in our space anyway. We specifically have pushed the envelope with innovation to a point that literally anybody can do it. So at this point, if you're not doing it, if it's not a service you're offering, you're 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 donating the money to someone else. I mean, so someone's getting paid. It might as well be you. Yeah. And I think the only thing I would say is like, you know, if you're looking at, at new tools, um, a lot of times you're going to look at different kits on the market that might be a hundred or two hundred dollars difference in price. Um, think big picture, you know, beyond a hundred or two hundred bucks, because that difference can be the difference between being able to do multiple services at once or not. Um, and it can be the difference in this being easy or not. So uh, consider that when you're looking at our tools, our tools are not the cheapest tools out there, but they are the best by far. And they will allow you to do things to make more money that will make up for an extra 100, 200 bucks in a heartbeat. Um, not, not, not only that, they will be a joy to work with, which is what we're, we're trying to do too, is that your tools, you're not fighting your tools, your tools should work for you. You shouldn't have to fight them. And that's, that's yeah. kind of And also you guys are getting the support um, I'm really big on whenever I buy into a company or I buy a product is getting the support. Um, I, I say it on almost every podcast. The reason why I bought Restore Effects was because Same. of everything after the fact of what they do for us to make sure our business <laughs> runs and our technicians do great jobs and turn out good quality. Um, so from what you guys are, are putting out, you know you're you're not just buying a glasswell kit you're buying into a company that's going to be there to help you out and make sure you succeed in the business i'm, so. I'm glad you i'm glad you pointed that out so so i mean to the, to the extent that you can text any of our inside sales team and it, it like like it happens every day guys will text over pictures hey how do i how do i handle this one and boom their phone will ring one of my guys will call them up coach them through the whole process and like we don't we don't charge any money for that we that's you know huge. that's price that's, that's a priceless add-on to a business whenever you're trying to buy something and that goes a really long way with me and i've tried everything out in the market i've bought all those other kits dude i wouldn't even mess around with them yeah yeah you did mess around with them <laughs> and that that's that, that why you don't do it anymore i'm trying to save you i'm saving you guys Seriously. all the headache yeah you, you are know, just go real. ahead and do it the right way and know that you know if you have problems you can always contact Glassweld, and they'll they'll yeah. walk you through you know getting that problem solved yeah. uh do you guys so if you made it to the end of the podcast which i always encourage that you all do to listen and going forward because you get to hear ryan's almost all your brian's mistakes so you don't have to make them um <laughs> do you guys have any offers for anybody listening that i i like i'm a discount or a free this or upgrade. I don't know. You guys got anything for the listeners of the Masters of Recon podcast? Yeah, I think I think uh, what we'd be happy to do is anybody listening to this, like if you want to get certified and go through the training and learn about the process, um, at, we'll, we'll hook you up with a free certification. It's hundred dollar value. Um, it's great. To learn about the industry and get started, and then and then uh, gives you gives you going forward the ability to get a discount on your equipment if you decide to go that route. Fifteen percent off. Sweet. Uh, thank you guys. I know everything about glass repair now. There you go. <laughs> Way more than I ever thought I would, which is awesome. I'm buying the kit for sure. I think Ryan already did buy a few of them just now. I saw them on the computer. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> right after this. I know. Um, I'll get there. Maybe maybe once you get home from the, from the hailstorm. <laughs> no, I'm going to do it now. I might even get it shipped over here to the body shop and try to get the body shop to buy a couple kits. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> Oh. He's brokering, de brokering deals already. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys. I just well, want to get this stuff in my hands as fast as possible. So yeah, I'm yeah. uh I'm excited. That's awesome. Uh thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was really fun. We really enjoyed it and appreciate all the questions. Thank you for listening to the Masters of Recon podcast. If you got any value from the show, then please subscribe and share the show to your favorite social media platform.